Welcome to the Primal Endurance Podcast. Slow down and enjoy the show, where we rap, literally, about everything you need to know. I'm your host, Brad Kearns. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, Brad Kearns, to tell you about Organifi Green Superfood Powder. This is a great tasting green powder. It's amazing, but true. Mix it in water and it's delicious. So you'll use it every single day to get a nice dose of greens, especially if you're traveling, especially if you're trying to go keto and you're not eating that many carbs. This is a great way to ensure that you get all the nutritious benefits in a variety of fruits and vegetables. Mix it in your smoothie. I mix it with my ketone supplement. So even when I'm not eating, I get my greens every single day. Why don't you try some? Go over to Organifi.com, that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I, and enter the code PRIMAL at checkout, and you will get 15% off your first order. Enjoy! Hey, it's host Brad Kearns, ready for another interval show, Primal Endurance Podcast. How's it going? What I want to talk about today's show is one of my recent favorite hot topics, and that is a morning flexibility, mobility, get up and go, energizing morning routine. And I've been going really strongly on this morning routine that I devised, custom morning routine just for myself and my own personal particulars, injury prevention, weak spot areas of the body with things I wanted to focus on. I've been going really strong now for about 80 days every single day. And I want to really make this a fixture that's almost a mindless operation where I don't have to motivate myself for it or plan for it or schedule time for it. It takes a little bit of time because I'm really making a devoted effort here to do a good sequence of movements. But you can choose uh, to create your own morning routine of your own favorite movements. If you only have five minutes, at least give it five minutes every single day. That's what I thought to myself out of the gate was, you know what, I got to do a five-minute morning routine and uh, it was easy, it was fun, it became automatic really quickly, and then one day I timed it about a month into it, and it was more like 13 or 14 minutes. So um, if you can budget that time, first thing in the morning, before you do anything else, that's my first uh, peak performance tip here, is to make sure that it's an automatic part of your routine that you don't have to worry about schedule or remember to do. I start my morning routine while I'm still in bed to make sure that I don't get up and go and get involved in something that's going to distract me from this uh, firm commitment every single day. Um, I'm in favor of, as you know from listening to the show, I'm in favor of an intuitive training process where you take what your body gives you each day and nothing more. You make decisions spontaneously. You make them on the fly because you're not feeling it at a certain workout or you're feeling great one day and you go double your previously planned workout. So I'm um, highly against the modern trend toward scheduled uh, training methods, scheduled endurance training or strength training, whatever you're doing. I think it's a huge mistake and it's going to be continue to be unwound over the next years and decades as the world's elite athletes uh, become more flexible and flowing and intuitive because they're dynamic creatures and you want to get the most out of your body. You can't adhere to a fixed rigid schedule, no matter that you only have Saturday mornings to do your long bike ride or whatever you're Uh, lifestyle obligations are, you still have to be flexible and intuitive with your training decisions. So that said, in contrast, the morning routine is different because I want it to be in that same category as habitual behaviors that are 
not requiring any willpower, any focus even. You can just do them mindlessly. So we're going to go in the category of brushing your teeth or, um, I don't know, putting your seatbelt on, things like that that are just no-brainers. And I think that's important. We've had some good shows with Primal Endurance's own Dr. Lindsay Taylor, behavioral psychologist, Ironman triathlete, talking about how fragile uh, willpower is. And if you have to call upon it over and over to get through your day, because you got to have willpower to avoid all those foods you want from the vending machine, you got to apply willpower just to get out the door and work out. If you have to apply willpower to doing your morning routine because you don't feel like it, then something's wrong and you're going to struggle and you're going to fall out over time because humans like to be comfortable. They don't like to struggle and suffer and, and a- apply discipline and willpower to every single thing they're doing. We want to do a lot of behaviors that are automatic, and then the rest of them should be enjoyable so that we're motivated to do them. So back to the morning routine. The reason that I wanted to get this going was because I noticed that in my brief, intense uh, sprint workouts, high jump workouts, this is my favorite way to uh, perform explosive brief, intense efforts per the primal blueprint guidelines of uh, sprinting once in a while and lifting heavy things, putting your body under load. Uh, applying the use it or lose it natural law to try to age gracefully by challenging your muscles to perform explosive efforts, not just endurance, because a lot of endurance athletes have that checkbox checked at all times. Uh, As Dr. James O'Keefe says in his TED Talk, you max out your aerobic benefits with only a couple hours a week, two to three hours a week of low-intensity aerobic exercise, you're an aerobically healthy specimen. You've managed your disease risk factors that come from being sedentary and getting insufficient aerobic work. So it's really, really easy. It's a low bar to, to uh, climb over when you're talking about getting your aerobic objectives dialed. But many, many people are severely deficient in putting their muscles under load and doing those brief, high-explosive high-intensity efforts that help uh, stimulate the adaptive hormonal response in the bloodstream so you get that desirable hormetic spike of fight-or-flight hormones when you sprint, when you high jump, when you do a brief, intense strength training session, a CrossFit class, uh, a high-intensity session with your trainer, whatever you like to do. Have to make sure that it's short in duration because when I'm talking about that hormone spike, that desirable spike of hormones that bring the adaptive response uh, into your bloodstream, the hormones circulating and creating an adaptive response, it only works if the stimulation is brief because that's what the fight-or-flight response is supposed to do. It's supposed to put you into a peak performance state, a heightened state of function, both psychologically and physically, for a short time duration. So if you're going in and doing these prolonged workouts – I love CrossFit. I love the whole philosophy, the balance, uh, but I do object to the duration of some of their workouts for certain uh, participants in the community. Uh, Really, the first 20 minutes of those really high-intensity sessions are great. I love it. And then I'm ready to walk out the door because I've given it my all. I haven't held anything back. It's designed to be an explosive session. And then I'm done. I don't need to do two or three more sets, which I find sometimes personal trainers, CrossFit, whatever, whoever you want me to pick on, sometimes the intense workouts are too prolonged and or they are done too frequently in your weekly schedule. So if you're reporting to me that you're in the gym working hard at an intense strength training session three to four times a week or you're sprinting two to three times a week, I have news for you. You're not doing it hard enough and therefore 
um, you're getting three to four mediocre workouts a week rather than the most desirable and the most effective for fitness, uh, let's say one to two a week where you're really explosive and you're requiring that recovery time after because you've put your body under a heavy challenge. So with my sprint slash high jump sessions where I go and take at least 20 high jump approaches, full approaches, where they're, you know, maximum really explosive effort trying to get over the bar. There's no way to half-ass a high jump approach, right? Um, And then I also combine that with um, some short sprints. It's either six times 100 meters, or it's four times 200 meters, or two times 200, four times 100. Not very long in duration, but these are fast moving. I'm going as fast as I can almost, under control, of course. And then the workout's over. So, it's tough, it's challenging, and what I noticed was, uh, especially being an old guy here in the 50-plus category, that it takes me quite a long time to recover from these sessions. I feel kind of beat up physically in the days afterwards. Sometimes I'm uh, feeling you know, a delayed fatigue, like 36 hours later, I need to take a nap the next afternoon. I'm just not feeling right from pushing my body so hard and uh, creating that muscle soreness and stiffness and... A high injury risk too when you're doing things like high jumping and sprinting. So what I wanted to do was create a higher baseline, a higher foundation from which to launch these high intensity sessions because you can't do them very frequently because they're too difficult, right? So I'm talking about once every seven to 10 days per Primal Blueprint guidelines. That's the best I do if you're looking at a calendar year. I might have a pattern there where I'm going once every 7 to 10 days for a couple months, and then I might extend out to once every 15 days if I get an injury. Um, then I'm talking about a 30-day break or a 45-day break from doing anything explosive and high intensity of, along those lines, the sprinting and the jumping. Um, so they're few and far between, but they're very, very important. They're a critical component of the overall fitness picture even for endurance athletes, as we detail in the book with a whole chapter dedicated to sprinting, another chapter dedicated to strength training, another chapter dedicated to complementary movement and lifestyle practices. So we're going to put morning routine in that category of something that's highly recommended when you're trying to achieve these intense uh, training objectives. So what I thought was, if I could do a little something every day, it would tee me up to better absorb the stress and the punishment and the high impact from those high-intensity sessions. So I created a routine that I start in bed to make sure that I do it without, uh, without distraction. And I put it on YouTube. So rather than describe it in detail uh, and try to mix you up with my fake names that I use for the various routines, like uh, what I call scissors, um, kickouts, uh, nonsense like that, that only matters to me, but you'll see it all on YouTube, and it may uh, stimulate uh, creative juices for you to pick out movements that work for you. But it's a lot of core work, so I'm lifting my legs in bed, I'm lifting my hamstring back toward my head while the other leg is kicking out to the side to work the adductors, I'm doing that on both sides, I'm doing uh, crossing my legs back and forth over my body so it's a good core workout, but it's also working the glutes, and then I get on the ground and I do the familiar scissors move like you see from the old Jack Lane days where you uh, raise your legs in the air, your straight legs and your straight arms and touch your hands to your toes and then go back down to a full extended body on the ground, but your legs are remaining six inches off the ground so there's no rest. So it's a really good core workout 
Um, then I do the familiar bridge pose in yoga where you're bending backward and having your hands and your feet on the ground, making an arch so that a little kid could crawl under your body, right? So the whole thing takes about, like I said, you know, 13 minutes. It's a, it's a fair commitment of time. Um, again, if you only have five minutes, you can pick something like that. But we're talking about gentle movements, dynamic stretches. Remember, it's first thing in the morning. But if you can do something that stimulates your core, maybe something like uh, a set of gentle squats where you're uh, gradually going into a deeper position or the sun salute yoga uh, sequence of stretches where you're raising up to the ground uh, as an inhale and then you're extending and sweeping your arms all the way down to the ground so you're touching your toes and then you're inhaling halfway up and straightening your back, just getting the blood flowing and the juices flowing. Uh, But for me, pointing toward those athletic goals, I want to work the glutes, the hip flexors, things that uh, constantly get challenged and traumatized by not only intense workouts, but the overuse patterns that many endurance athletes engage in where they're just putting in too many miles, and also the prolonged periods of sitting throughout the day. Um, We have whole other shows about the importance of frequent everyday movement and taking work breaks, take your phone calls in the office courtyard, but specifically, if you want to throw something in, try it out. Put a morning routine together Go look at YouTube for Brad Kern's morning routine um, on the Primal Blueprint channel, and this could uh, get you motivated like it has me, because I really do feel a difference now where I can absorb those important workouts better, just because I put a little bit of time in every single day. Thanks for listening. Hopefully, you'll try it out. The most important thing is that you do it and commit to it so it becomes habit. Primal Endurance Interval Show. This is Brad Kearns. Talk to you next time. Coming on to the lighter day we got Many moons that are deep in place So I keep an eye on the shadows Hi folks, Mark Sisson here, and I'd like to tell you about my biggest undertaking yet, the Primal Health Coach Program. My mission is to create a global network of primal health coaches to help transform the health and consciousness of our communities into ones of optimal wellness and happiness. Becoming a primal health coach empowers you to take your primal passions to the next level and embark on a career you love, inspiring others to live lives of vitality and lasting wellness. If you dream of a career in health coaching, but have been held back by worries, such as the investment of time and money, then I encourage you to hesitate no longer. Health coaching is the fastest growing specialty in all of coaching, and we've created an online education program that allows you to learn from the comfort of your own home and at your own pace. The world needs primal health coaches to provide a blend of ancestral wellness solutions to the modern health crisis. The world needs you. Are you ready to become one of the world's most trusted, experienced, and knowledgeable health coaches? To learn more about this online certification program and to take the first step toward a career you love, visit PrimalHealthCoach.com and subscribe.